Hi, help me, fellow junkies. This is Styles the Music Addict here, and welcome to the Music Addict 27 podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. Today, we're going to be reviewing the new Kendrick Lamar album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. This is the long-awaited fifth studio album, and pretty much the last album that we'll get from Kendrick Lamar under his current record label, uh, Top Dog Entertainment, following up from his last album, 2017, just about five years ago from his last album, Damn, which I thought it was a pretty decent album because the stuff that he was going on to for that one kind of seems more mainstream in a sense too, and kind of had a nice little mainstream appeal for some songs and just like Humble or DNA or Loyalty with Rihanna and all that stuff too. And some of the stuff that you can kind of see from that album kind of progressing a little bit differently from his other albums as well, such as like To Pimp a Butterfly or Good Kid in That City or even Section 80 to, to a degree. It just seems very interesting for most of the stuff because I remember this album kind of being more stand out to a degree because does a nice job in that department for a good majority of the album at that time and for other songs that i kind of see that little interesting point of view such as like triple x or duckworth to kind of go on to that great storytelling really works well for the album it does really bring in a nice little hit of nostalgia when i was listening to it again to feel what the ideas he was going on to comparing it from this album to this album here, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Now, coming to this album here, like I said, Mr. Morale is the fifth studio album and last album that we'll get from Kendrick under TDE a little bit too. It was a very interesting project to listen to, and the way that he was promoting it with, with the hard part five that he dropped two weeks before the album dropped, it was really interesting. The visuals for it was really great, and having interesting moments in it showing up like different faces of like well-known artists such as like Nipsey Hussle or uh, Kanye West or even Kobe Bryant or and like OJ Simpson to a degree as well it was really interesting to see and kind of hoping like what his direction and ideas he was going to go on to after a five-year hiatus that Kendrick was going on to for it and the way that Kendrick was going on to this album he kind of made it a double album. This is the first one that he done and kind of splitting it into uh, two discs, one with nine tracks and the other with nine tracks as well too, making it 18 total. And I was really intrigued to see like what direction he's going on to. And I've seen a lot of people kind of made a theory on like what he's going to do, kind of be more of a uh, therapeutical approach and kind of be more relieved and more uh, personal to it, to most of it. I am after listening to it and after listening to it i do see the ideas that everyone was thinking on it and starting off this album here united in grief had a very interesting approach to kind of make it onto listing off a five-year gap that he kind of explained saying like it's been 1855 days which is like five years and 30 days since his last album dropped which was damn and seems kind of working on that as well. It's, it was really interesting. I do see most of the stuff on this album here as well for a brief start. It seems pretty decent. You kind of see Kendrick kind of go on to kind of more adapting to the sound that we have now for modern rap music a little bit too, to a certain degree for some songs on this album here. From other parts on this one can kind of be very eclectic type of production as well that kind of reminds you of like Damn a little bit too, such as like N95, kind of referring to the N95 mask, and which pretty much kind of calls out like being fake woke to a degree. Take that off, take this off, and all that stuff. 
take the fake wokeness off, take the fake clothing off, and all that stuff, too. Seems very interesting for what Kendra is going on to. And even uh, <laughs> having a little catchy moment in the song, in the chorus, pretty much, saying, Ugh, you ugly as fuck! <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, that was pretty interesting. I really found that one kind of hilarious and kind of seeing that be more memeable to a degree it seems interesting too for other stuff too i do kind of see some interesting points that kendra kind of go on to such as like more social or either, per either social or personal issues from kendrick's life such as like the song father time which kind of go off more on uh daddy issues to say the least too and how that kind of affected him and uh society a little bit for people who kind of had that trouble in their lives too does really well with the soul infused piano that goes on to it and the strings really work well and uh Sanfa's voice really complements the beat and Kendrick a little bit as well too it kind of does pull in some other issues as well too that Kendrick go on to kind of similar to ideas that he did on to pimp a butterfly with some of the uh racial injustice and uh social economical issues that uh at the time was happening in 2015 to show off that degree of injust in a poetic way to say the least too too because some parts on this album you can see kendrick kind of saying uh that he can't please everybody or even going to uh a story point uh, like an interesting story point of view in which that uh the song auntie's diaries really goes on to kind of going into two different point of views of like two trans people that he knows or something that he knew or something like two trans people in the trans community which was really interesting to say the least too and the lyrics overall on that one seems kind of controversial to say the least too but you can kind of see the ideas that Kendra is going on to for uh what he was kind of processing at that time for the first verse for the first person he knew and the other person uh that he goes on to talk about What's a very kind of similar idea and approach that he was going on to for it. I used to know them as them and all that stuff too. It was very interesting to kind of see what Kendra would go on to for a song such as like that. It was very interesting. He does a really nice job in storytelling and kind of showing off that kind of issue as well too. Really works well. On other parts on this album has two interludes, which surprisingly one of them, the interlude Rich, has Kodak Black on, on it as well too. Pretty much uh, a spoken word over a little piano beat of like, how do I get rich and all that stuff too. But um, other parts here, I really am surprised with uh, some of the artists that are featured on this album, such as like the song Purple Hearts, having uh, the one and only uh, Wu-Tang member, uh, Raekwon the Chef and uh, Summer Walker, really balance it out as well for an interesting kind of eclectic love for drugs to say the least too. And kind of praying for God to like forgive them and being more spiritual in a sense too. Really works and really does well too even though it's like a very lush production on it really works really catchy and some other parts can kind of be a little bit uncomfortable to a degree such as like the song we cry together which pretty much the whole song's structure is pretty much uh which pretty much we see kendrick talking to his girl in the song kind of arguing pretty much too kind of going back and forth back and forth and having the whole chorus kind of saying fuck you to each other it might seem uncomfortable at first listen then you can kind of see like the approach that kendra is kind of going on to for that uh approach to it kind of makes you feel uncomfortable it's like okay hearing like the whole chorus saying fuck you no fuck you no fuck you and all that stuff too all that stuff seems a little bit uncomfortable for most people here but very 
interesting because of the contrasting piano uh, jazziness, the jazzy piano that can go on to for uh, that song. Then <laughs> not only that, it just kind of ends up with like being arguing and then just having angry sex after that too. It's like, okay, that's a it's an interesting twist that Kendrick put on to for that song. It was really interesting. Then some other parts on this album, you can kind of see Kendrick kind of being more uh, introspective for most of the stuff here because it can kind of seem more of a uh, therapeutic moment for Kendrick to kind of kind of vent through all vent all these issues that he's been facing as well such so as like I mentioned for the song Father Time with his daddy issues and all that stuff too for other songs such as like uh, Mr. Morale or Mother Eye Sober are more uh, defining moments in this album to kind of show off more of Kendrick's vulnerability to say the least too and Especially for Mother Ice Sober, having uh, Beth Gibson of Portishead on this song really works well, too. Kind of complements it. It does kind of remind me of, like, uh, Sing About Me and Dying of Thirst of uh, from Good Kid Mad City a little bit, too. I really do see the ideas he was going on to. More personal and more, like, vulnerable to a degree. And some parts, especially on, like, the third verse, to kind of go on to more on a uh, sentimental and kind of more specifically in the community as well for how people can be kind of for other degrees of abuse for most of the stuff here seems very interesting to kind of go on to for kendrick's approach on this album here then even some other ones i really see interesting contrasts such as like the song silent hill kind of be more mellow and kind of seems very bouncy with the help of kodai black and despite having that kind of controversy that kendrick had on twitter a little bit for having uh, Kodak Black because of some stuff that happened in 2016 with Kodak Black, but I do kind of see that be more of like redemption, to say the least, too. But it does work well too, and it does really work well. And I really love I really love Silent Hill because of the bouncy, melodic uh, mellowness, kind of the mellow production that Kendrick go on to for Silent Hill really works well. And even having some little sequences kind of sounding like little silencers going off too really goes off to it as well and other ones such as like the song savior the intro to is kind of funny to a degree saying like kendrick say this kendrick has said this to you but he's not your savior j cole said this but he is not your savior future said this but he's not your savior <laughs> it's interesting to say the least because you kind of seeing um being more uh, like the opposite ideas and kind of being more of having a savior complex that people would have for kendrick and the savior complex that uh kendrick would have with himself too seems very interesting for most of the stuff on this album here too and like i said most of the stuff here on this album is more on the hand of like being therapeutic and kind of venting all of this stuff out through song from kendrick's point of view that kind of seems more of a therapy session for most of the songs on this album here too even for songs such as like Crown or Count Me Out or Die Hard a little bit too can be a little bit in that variable to a degree. It really works well for Kendrick. And even for other projects that I mentioned before, such as like Section 80 kind of goes into similar themes and kind of point of views to a degree. And like I mentioned for other albums such as like Good Kid Mad City and September Butterfly really shows off their unique storytelling and kind of unique point of views or issues at the time that Kendrick was facing or let alone the whole world is facing too for a degree on some of those albums like Good Kid Mad City is pretty much like the neighborhood Compton where Kendrick Lamar grew up with 
drugs and gangs and all that stuff too and kind of personal traumas and stories that he would write about as well too for different point of views on that album and to Pimp a butterfly can like i mentioned go on to more of like social issues and more political issues for some of the songs on that album so and even going to this album here miss morale kind of goes on to similar issues but kind of be more focused on like modern issues such as like kind of goes more on a modern twist for some of the stuff that Kendrick go on to for this album here too. It seems like a really pretty album and it seems really decent. Overall I do think Kendrick did a nice job with this album here. After a five year wait and listening to this album I think he did a pretty great job with uh, this album here and having it to be his first double album and having this to be the way of like going out of uh, TDE with this album here seems really interesting and was a unique experience to say the least with the issues that he was going on to and uh, having some other stuff that he goes on to for this album really makes it interesting to listen to and have an interesting experience with it. I'm giving this an 8.5 out of 10 for this project here primarily because like I said it's a pretty solid album and has a nice concept and and after having a five-year wait for this album, it seems pretty decent. It was a really great album, having a nice experience with it. Some of the issues he tackles on this album really works well for him. It really works well. I really do enjoy it. And that will conclude this episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got some new music out of it. Would I recommend this one? I would. Definitely a great album, and after a five-year wait, I totally recommend it. There's some good songs on this album. If you like this project, great. If not, no worries. I love every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. But remember, this is just my personal opinion based off my personal enjoyment of this project. Thank you and keep on creating little junkies.